You Can't Sit With Me, hosted by Deanna Espear. What is going on? I was going to say people, but I'm going to say frenemies because this is the podcast. This is not the Facebook live show. Regardless, I'm here with Elaine, Fashion Lane, my bestest frenemy. I I don't even know what to call you anymore. You introduce yourself. I don't even know. Your other half, your limb, your body, like your face, like the face of Deanna's sphere at this point. Okay, but you you know, this is going to sound so fucked up, but you know how when babies are born with like six fing- uh, six fingers on one hand, you're uh-huh. the sixth finger that I literally just want to cut off, but I can't. <laughs> That's a disgusting but accurate way to describe me. This is the best analogy I've ever come up with my whole entire life. Oh my gosh, I'm dead. Okay, well, what is up? Elaine, okay. of course, here to save the day for Deanna's podcast because she didn't have an episode. Then we did the episode and then that episode didn't work. So now we're doing it again. How did it come to this? Like, I'm always prepared. How did it come to this? I have Google Calendar. I have Calendly. And I come here and I thought I had three episodes stacked. I don't have one. I, I don't understand. Maybe it's because I'm working on so many other people's shows and I just can't keep track. Yeah. I come to London. I hate my life. I'm so jet lagged. And I realize I have nothing. Nothing. I don't even have photos that I've taken here. I'm just, I've just failed at digital content and I don't even understand how I'm still doing this. Why people still listen, why people still think I deserve to do this. Like I do not get, get this shit. You know what? That's a great question. I don't even know what the answer to that would be. It's like a life question that I'll always want to know. Yeah. Do I even deserve to create content? No, probably not. But you know what? I like a plot twist. So this is a plot twist for you. Yeah, you deserve to create my content. So no, that I definitely, you are yeah. like a lucky bitch. Let me tell you, lucky, lucky bitch. That caption of yours, it was epic and people loved it as I told you. And you're like, this is an- Deanna's referring to my Instagram post from today, AKA yesterday. When you guys hear this, Deanna pretty much wrote the whole post. <laughs> as an executive producer of Fashion Lane, um, why, why are we on Skype? Skype today. Why is the audio fucked up? We are always together and somehow she's just not on the podcast. And the only time that I'm on the other side of the planet, this is when Elaine kicks in. Why is that? So funny because you just can't get rid of me, my friend. I think that's why it is. I think also whenever there's a social media crisis, we always come to each other's rescue. So this week, Elaine came to my rescue. And you came to mine. We came to each other's. That's what friendship's all about. How fucking lovely. And we just hashtag friendship goals. So annoying. You, you love me. Where? Do, do, you, do you know what Barney is? Do they, do they play Barney in the UK? Probably, but I don't give a fuck. Wait, you don't know who Barney is? You say that? Like, you don't know. Oh, yeah, I do. The child thing, the big fluffy thing. I, I'm, like, like, dead on a thousand levels. The purple dinosaur? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The big fluffy thing. Oh my God, I can't. Okay, goodbye. Yeah, but this is what Europeans refer to as dumb American shit. <laughs> like Barney's, like fuck off. Right. Like that shade of purple ain't it. Sorry. <laughs> and I don't yeah. like that green little bit in the, in the middle. It should have been yellow because you know what? Complimentary colors. It's, you know, it's, it's purple and yellow. Not purple and green. Get your color schemes on point, my friend. The kings of marketing and they can't even get the fucking colors right. (sighs) I am crying so much right now. You know, I would love to provide a very in-depth reality TV commentary, but Elaine is reality TV stupid, reality TV dumb. Okay. I'm crying. 
people are just overly sensitive and I'm just over it. Yeah, I'm back in, I'm back in London and I can make all the dirty jokes I like. I can make all the offensive jokes I want and nobody fucking cares. Yeah. Yeah. Good. That's how it should be. Yeah, yeah, good. And I'm offended and care, so don't use these. Yeah, meanwhile, she's like crying in the corner. I could not think of anything worse than doing a podcast episode, but Mother Teresa in me could not help herself. Be there for the people. Yeah. Because so many of you have been asking, okay? Hi, guys. I just can't even get to Fuck you. Hi, guys. Fuck you. So what are we talking about today, Lainey? We have Do you want to give your, your tip of the week or whatever? Fuck, you've really taken control. I failed. I, yeah. I failed one more time. Content lane up in this bitch. You mean the xylophone? Should I bring the xylophone in? Oh, please don't. Please don't fucking do that to me. And I'm right like, lovely listen. Five feet away. No, no, no. Now I need to get it. Hold on. The xylophone was the best $7.99 purchase I've made in my life. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's a good question. What's the best $7.99 purchase you've ever made? The xylophone. That's I would sure. I would say a phone case, but they're all more expensive than that. So yeah, yours are like fifty dollars from China that don't come for six months. Like literally, that's my money down the drain, and you know, <laughs> explains my financial problemos at the moment. Your best. How much was the dartboard, by the way? It was like eighty dollars. Kill me. Oh my god, I can't. The dartboard of my face, you guys, which you have to see, like was her best purchase of life. I think hands down, anything that you'll ever purchase, this is it. It was my my best um passion project. Yeah, yeah. Like literally, Deanna, like I will never forget, calls me stressing about unrelated stuff, like, oh my god, my life's the best, my life's the best. And then like I'm like trying to help her through this. And then 20 minutes later, she's like, but more importantly, do you like this photo on the dartboard? And I'm like, <laughs> Like I was, I was crying about legitimate, serious problems. shit. No problems, like real problems of life that people have, and then I just forgot all about them because I couldn't stop thinking about the dark world. I'm like, this is how you know you're fucked up. It was friend. just amazing. I felt like shit today, and then I spent all my money on a new fucking pair of shoes. And let me tell you something: f- screw therapists, screw antidepressants, screw therapy. The best fucking therapy is going bankrupt. Let me tell you, over yeah, stuff that you don't need, okay? Right. I thought you were going to say, and it didn't work. And I was like, wow, that was a plot twist fail. No, no, it worked. It definitely <laughs> worked. And, and they make my, leg look, my legs look skinny. So what you, you, know what? you know what? It cures, you know, the, the depression and the body dysmorphia. Two birds, one stone, such a time saver. I don't have to go to the fucking therapist and be asked, how do you feel about that? Bitch, how do you feel about that? I need an outside perspective. I don't want to be in my own head. You're not, fix- you're not fixing the problem. So we're going on so many tangents now. I feel like we should get straight to the point. I never told anybody that because I'm such a good friend. My tip is that, you know, like when I go to sleep, I feel like when I wake up the next morning, I feel really oily and sweaty and stuff. And so someone told me the secret to like not feeling sweaty and oily is to put dry shampoo spray in your hair because I guess like it roots from my hair. So I've been doing that with this dry bar, dry shampoo. It's not like the powder. It's like the actual like spray. And I just put it like in between little pieces of my hair. And then when I wake up in the morning, I've felt super refreshed. Okay. I have a question for you. Yeah. Do you have really bad BO when you wake up sweaty and greasy? No, I actually smell lovely like all the time. Okay, so I was told today that I don't actually have BO and that when I sweat, I don't smell. What, so you, you sweat and you smell like flowers? I sweat and I don't really have a smell. So, so I've been told. 
I don't think you smell. Uh, unless I ha- I've had curry. I had this conversation with Claudia today. So I was at dance school one time and I was next to my friend Alice, who I'm always next to. And she was like, Diana, like you smell really weird. And, and then we worked it out over a couple of weeks. And it's when I have curry, I have BO. Interesting. It's disgusting. I don't even know why I shared this. Failed social media and I've reached rock bottom at this point. No one is going to want to touch me with a stick. Um, my tip of the week, I said a different tip, tip before, but I actually prepared this one because I thought it was a very valuable tip. How to get juicy lips minus the needles. I found the formula. So you're going to want to use the Bliss Fabulips Sugar Lip Scrub and Polish. So basically it's a lip balm, but that at the same time it has these like sugar beads. So you kind of massage it around your lips and it really gets rid of all the dead skins. And then your lips are just so hydrated and plump. And also after that, I use the Alginist Genius Liquid Collagen Lip. And it's kind of this liquid with all these little beads. And it I don't, I don't know how to explain. It's not like these crazy lip plumpers that, you know, kind of sting and just basically numb your lips and make them appear bigger, but it doesn't really work. This just makes them look so juicy. And I used to be the red lip girl. And since I discovered these two products together, I don't always need to do a lip because my lips are just nice and juicy. Oh, your lips are nice and juicy. Yeah, my lips are juicy. Want to kiss them? No, fuck you, people. Don't kiss me, okay? I smell of curry. Don't fucking yeah. kiss me. <laughs> that was a good tie-in, let me tell you. So basically, like, I'm just like, I think this all started yesterday when I was like, Deanna, I'm so jealous. Take me to London with you. I need to escape all the horrific people in LA, aka all the boys that suck here because they just all suck. Take me to London. All the great boys are there. And then I'm like- They're not, by the way, they suck just as much in London I've come to realize but besides the point the point but, is that they, no, they suck but they have an accent so it makes them a little less sucky no it makes them more sucky because the accent is very deceiving they come across classy and lovely and nice and they're, they're literally trash that's true that's fucked up that's like, scary yeah they're fucking trash but guys are just trash all over the fucking world so yeah, don't matter what continent or what language Lainey and I are known for our dating adventures which we shamelessly put out there on social media for people to find out about and yeah. which is probably the reason why we are still single to be honest and <laughs> because everyone knows how psycho we are we decided to go on a little experiment to <laughs> <laughs> to, to create even better content for everyone like, you know, just like it's a mashup between boredom and social media, like um, necessity. Like I call it research. I call it research because I want to be official. You know, like we're in the world of like hashtag dating apps. So I'm on the dating apps and I was with Deanna like the other week, like crying over some boy that hated me. And so in like, like spite, I went on this app and I'm like, okay, Deanna, like help me find new boy to like, like, because we got to get over old boy. I forgot who he even was, whatever, irrelevant. Point being. I don't recall. Do you remember? I don't recall. I don't, I think it was just someone that, I think it's someone that like blinked at me and I thought he was my husband. <laughs> so this is the thing with Lainey. Someone will blink at her and she visualizes the wedding. Someone <laughs> blinks at me and I want to punch them in the fucking face. That's why I don't think it was really anyone. I think it was just someone like I saw one time and I had a crush on and they never talked to me. Yeah, but you didn't talk to them either. That's the thing. Oh, but they're my husband. Okay, yeah. I hear the wedding bells already. Poor thing. So now we're like, you know, in the jacuzzi at her place and I'm like swiping through the apps and I'm like showing her people. And then she's like usually like, yeah, sure. Yes. Because I'm not on the app. So I live vicariously through you. 
Right. So she's like, here you go. Yeah, do this, do that. Like, kumbaya, optimistic about all of them. Then I show this one guy to her who I actually thought was really cute. And she literally goes, absolutely not serial killer. And I'm like, what? She's like, 100% serial killer. Do not say yes. I already get bad vibes. And like, Deanna's really good with vibes. So then like, I was like, whoa, fuck. This guy probably is a serial killer. But I'm like, you know when like mom says not to do something and you do it anyways? So obviously I'm like match anyways. So I say yes to it's this. It's called reverse psychology, my friend. <laughs> yeah. So then I do it. And of course, the, out of all the people that I like say yes to that I do not match with, I, I match with serial killer. Yeah, so because then, a serial killer it takes one to like one, to match with one. And then, of course, when I do match with people, if that ever happens, they never reach out to me. It's always me being like, hey, emoji, like side hug, hashtag, whatever. Of course, this guy reaches out to me. Again, serial killer. <laughs> so then, now I'm like, oh my God, shit. But like, this guy's really cute. Like, I don't know. Like, two days go by and I'm with Deanna again. I'm like, yo, Deanna, this guy's speaking to me still. Like, now I'm getting nervous because like, no one speaks to me. So he must be a, be a serial killer. And yeah. I'm like, I need you here along for this ride. We need to FaceTime him because I'm all about FaceTiming these people. No, and you're also about getting to the bottom of things. Whereas yeah. I just leave things out in the open and I'm like, bye. Yeah. You're like, goodbye. I'm like, I need to know. And I'm like, okay, you're here. I'm going to ask him to FaceTime and you're going to be a part of this conversation. And you're going to tell me if he's a serial killer okay, or so not. I would just like to mention that he FaceTimed her. He did not look as bad and creepy on FaceTime. I actually thought he had like good chat. They connected over their, you know, love for reggaeton, which again, right. who the fuck likes reggaeton? I don't know. Again, uh, serial killer. Because, because because nobody likes reggaeton. This is a you Netflix situation where the guy literally stalks you on every possible social media network or whatever website he found because he's a serial killer and decided that he would do his research and bond with you over reggaeton, which yeah. if you live in LA, you don't fucking listen to reggaeton. Actually, if you're anyone who's remotely normal, you don't listen to reggaeton besides right. Lainey. So yeah. they bond over reggaeton. I'm there like basically throwing up, like want to yeah. vomit at this conversation. Yeah. But, but I'm like- admits that like he's not a serial killer. He seems like normal. I admit that he might not be. So okay. then I go out, I walk my dog. She's having this in-depth conversation with her newfound husband. I yeah. come back up and she's like, Deanna, guess what? And at this point, I literally, I was like, oh no. She always has a new project. She always has a new plan. There's always a new adventure. And sometimes I'm down, but this time I knew we were in for a fucking ride. And so he has an identical twin and we are going on a double date. Which, by the way, my biggest nightmare, because I don't want to be going out with Jewish boys. Your Jewish, Jewish roots. Yeah, and I just completely deny the Jewish roots. I ain't going out with a Jewish guy. Do you know what I mean? Don't not doing that. Mm, I don't want to talk about fucking Hala and how kosher you are, and you know who's going to circumcise your child on the third date. I don't want to talk about those things. I am. I, I need to be. I need to be courted. I need to be complimented. And those are all not Jewish boys, clearly. Not Jewish boys. And they all suck too. They, everyone sucks. But besides the point. So I agree to go on this date. Actually, I don't agree. I wasn't even given a choice or an option. So I'm like, you're going on this date. And I was obviously... Like, you are living. Like, hey, this guy was, by the way, still on FaceTime when I presented Deanna with this idea. And him and I were so excited about this. Like, his brother was just coming back tomorrow for a Identical month. twin, okay? And so my face goes green. And I'm like, what? And Lainey's like, 
we'll use it for social content. And I was like, cool, whatever, research, experiment. We're field reporters. This is us field reporting for all the thirsty bitches out there trying to date, okay? You know, Lainey brings me to this another event that she drags me to i'm the human prop i'm the i'm the sidekick i tag along i follow you i don't know where we're going i just follow along because i'm such a good sport Uh uh-huh i'll moan the whole time but i'll still go yeah yeah that's true go to this dinner which was like a world-known chef we basically ate a salad leaf with a couple of spices that tasted delicious but i was hungry as shit okay and i fell in love with the chef and then i realized that he was married and had a child so that was a waste of my time so oh and by the way we went there because it was one of laney's project that she wants to go to (laughs) denmark to have denmarkian beer let me just tell you not danish beer denmarkian beer is that why i haven't heard back from the denmark team because i emailed them saying thank you and i want to talk about going to denmark (laughs) probably because i wrote denmarkian on every post Denmarkian, and everyone got so offended (laughs) <laughs> oh good times good this times. is what us european call dumb americans but you know what <laughs> you've tried you really tried as i walked up to this givenchy event and i'm like i'm here for the givenchy <laughs> <laughs> i should not exist is what as an influencer clue less clue le- like not a clue and yet she's a fashion and travel blogger <laughs> Doesn't know the name of brands and doesn't know the name of countries. But that's cool. Let's carry on posting about fashion and travel, shall we? (laughs) So we leave this event early, which, by the way, that fucking bitch opposite me was so annoying. (laughs) She's like, your job is so fucking fun. Do we live on the same planet? Are you delusional? Are you okay? Do you need a Xanax? <laughs> um, I should have you know, popped a few Xanaxes in her drink because she was just bitter about the fact that I'm a podcaster and podcast producer. Haters are going to hate. We got them all around. You know I, I'm trying to be a blogger. Uh, yeah, so 5,000 years ago. Get, get a new career. Think of a new career. Be a, be a new person. I don't know. Do something. This is a bitchy ass episode. I should have warned people. Oh, maybe not. Um, and so we go to this date. We get there and I see this guy's face and he is so happy and just so happy. And we all know how I feel about happy people. I don't fucking like them. They bug me. Okay. When someone is too happy, which is why, which is why I have a love hate relationship with Lainey because she's happy but she ain't happy. She's a dark soul. So her outside is happy and it bugs me, but then I know her true self and her true self is darker than I am, which is amazing. (laughs) And so this guy's like, hello girls. And he's just the most nerdiest, geekiest, eccentric, socially unaware person I've ever seen in my whole entire life. And so is his brother, by the way. So Deanna walks in and the first thing off my favorite quote of all, she looks at them and before saying hi, she goes, lady, where are we going for dinner after this? (laughs) Like already over this date and they're like, uh, whatever. So then we go to this bar across the street and it ended up being karaoke night or I guess they do karaoke all the time there, which Deanna, like how I looked at her like googly eyes, like you guys, this is the best. We're going to go on a twin date. When she heard it was karaoke, night she looked at me with our plan in her face and i'm like oh no what do we have going so on then i had my own little project in mind because i was bored as shit what do you do oh my gosh lady you're a blogger um does it mean you take selfies all day 
we've had this discussion. Fuck you. Whoever says yeah. that about my friend Lainey, do not, first of all, do not fuck with my friend Lainey because let me tell you, some people have tried doing that last week and they did not have a nice time. You know what? Oh, don't, don't fuck with me because then you'll have to deal with Deanna. That's what it really is. I like the nice of like don't don't get the wrath of Deanna involved because you know what I think it's more of a pride thing I'm the only person who's allowed to hate on you if someone else tries to do it I don't like it it's my role (laughs) it's more out of that than out of friendship and love for you it's true it's true like I just have such an ego that I can't stand anyone else giving you shit I'm crying yes those guys are commenting on my selfiness and she's like lecturing him about that it's more than just a selfie it's a filter I'm like like, you know what I would love to be sat on my fat ass at a desk from nine to five and then just have time to kill for the rest of the fucking week screw you screw you okay bugged me bugged me he lost me at that comment i was like i'm done with these people so anyway i see the karaoke machine and i'm the kind of person i would never think to do a karaoke anywhere because you know i'm kind of the quiet socially awkward i can't i can't be fucked for this stuff and i look at laney and i'm like and i'm like girl we've got nothing to lose we've got no one to impress we are not in london for the spice girls reunion we are having our very own personal spice girls moment and we are going to sing wannabe by the spice girls I'm like, no way, girl, no way. And she's like, lady, you have to do this. Very surprising because you'd be the girl who's at a bar where there's no music playing and you'll still find a way to twerk somehow. <laughs> this place was lit. And then he's like, no, I don't want to do karaoke. I was like, what the fuck is going on today? We're on a date with fucking nerds who look like clones of each other, who basically <laughs> act like clones of each other. And I have never been so fucking miserable in my life drinking a spicy margarita. So. so we proceed on to putting our names down we do the song we do the deed we kill it by the way may i just add 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 though that like here i am i'm like fine the only reason i'll do this is so i can drop the verse of mel b rapping in this wannabe song no i can't even do that justice because the lady who's controlling the karaoke like setup joins in hops off her desk comes to and grabs my mic with a boa and starts rapping mel b I'm like, were you invited? No. This is what I hate about LA people. We know you're all aspiring musicians. You're all aspiring superstars. And you could not handle that we stole your thunder for a hot sec because we were amazing. Yeah, she could not, her ego could not handle us. Which, like, you know, is a compliment in itself, but it ruined our moment. The Spice or, moment. Or she was just so, like, we're such influencers that she just, like, saw we were having the best time and it was so epic that she just really wanted to be part of our Spice Girl. Yeah, so the way that we influence people is not via teeth whitening, shove it up your ass. No, we influence people by just turning up and making everyone else want to do what we're doing when we're out. 100%. Like, that is truly our influential power. Yeah. So we influence people in having more tequila. We influence people in wanting to have more dates with their identical twin sibling that is nerdy as fuck. We influence people in wanting to, I don't fucking know anymore. We're such influencers. We're such influencers. By the way, the lack of, I, I always say this on the podcast, the lack of brain cells it takes to say to someone, I'm an influencer. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, like what are you, like, what are you influencing? Who are you influencing? At least, you know what, you know, you know, when people are like, I'm a doctor. No, tell me I'm a brain surgeon. 
if you say you're an influencer, what are you influencing? Who are you influencing? I need to know because you are dumb as shit. Anyway, plot twist of the evening. I think this guy's trying to look cool in front of us. I thought that he was going to, you know, do a little throwback Eminem, like, you know, show us that he has a little bit more swag. And that ship ship completely sailed for him. Poor guy. So like, you know, like wannabe Spice Girls, that's like a go-to like karaoke song. Like everyone has like their go-to karaoke song. The Spice Girls are fucking sexy and I'm English. So it completely makes sense. 100%. But his go-to song was Mark Anthony, Vira (laughs) de Vida Loca. I can't even, I don't even know the name, but it's like, la, 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 la. You guys should look it up. But there's an American version, and then there's the Espanol version. And this guy's like a white guy. Espanol version. (laughs) So this white guy has this as his go-to song. And I'm like, okay, maybe this white ass dude has no hip action going for him. Pulls the trigger on Mark fucking Anthony. But the Espanol version on top of it. Like amongst all these Latino guys at this bar, may I just add? Listen, um, I gave him like, I know it was funny, Which in the US, in the very overly sensitive US would be considered yeah. cultural appropriation. Let, let me just put it out there. Danger zone. I give it danger props though. Like shout out to your like ability to do that. Like I was actually impressed, but I'm just like also like, I think this really calls for a serial killer because how does a serial killer like someone that's not a serial killer know this song? No, but like to any girls out there who are not really understanding the, the comedy in this, imagine going on a double date and one of the guys is trying to impress you and this white ass dude who cannot move his hips to save his life. And by the way, is out of tune as fuck. Like I've never heard before in my life. Decides to pull the trigger on Espanol, Mark Anthony. We, no I one just, liked it. it <laughs> no was, one liked it. It was truly worth it. Was tra- it was tragic. It was just tragic. <laughs> it was worth going on this date. 100% for that moment alone. Okay, so... That is basically the reason why I want to tell this story is because for anyone who is wondering what the fuck is going on in Deanna's dating life, this <laughs> is the shit that is going on in my dating life. A series of unsuccessful dates that I don't even want to remember, but that just make for great social media content. So you know what? As a content creator slash field reporter, maybe my destiny is to just be alone and die alone. And you know what? After seeing that guy pulling the trigger on Mark Anthony. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Well, luckily, we got each other, my friend. I always tell that to Lainey. I always say, you need to find the guy version of me if you want to be, if you want to find your soulmate. And then I say, she needs to find the guy version of me. That would be terrible because he would wake me up with reggaeton in the morning and I think I would rip his eyeballs out of his head. So, because you know what? I tolerate it with you once in a while, but if it was my husband waking up next to me with reggaeton, he would probably be eyeball-less. Is that a thing? (laughs) He'd have to wear an eye patch because he wouldn't have eyeballs left. Yeah, he would be Captain Hook, but like (laughs) duo, no eye situation. Oh man, I feel bad for your husband, let me tell you. I feel so fucking sorry for whoever ends up with me. Like, (laughs) honestly... Poor guy. I'm a fucking asshole five days a week because PMS and I can't, I, I can't help it. He would hate all his trips because I'm afraid of flying. He would feel 
always like number two because Luna comes first. He, <laughs> I don't cook. I don't like cooking. Um, I don't like taking the trash out. I mean, I clean very well, but then that comes with its own, you know, downside because I like my house clean all the time. So don't you dare throw your shirt on the fucking floor because I will rip your hair out and your eyeballs and your eyelashes and everything else and break your teeth. You know what? You I think a really I, good dating profile. You should put this. I think somewhere. that the story of my future marriage is going to be orange is the new black. Welcome to prison. <laughs> Literally, you're gonna like kill your husband before you even get married. So you're just gonna go to jail. Um, that said, lady, we still need to update our lovely, lovely listeners who at this point probably are horrified at everything we said by letting them know on a couple of TV stuff because we love some TV, don't oh we? God. So much, even though I don't watch any of it, I love it so much. No, but you know, it's it's my duty as a TV podcast, which I don't even know why the fuck this is a TV and film podcast, because at this point I feel like it's diaries of a, of a, of a psycho neurotic bitch. That's uh-huh. what it should be. Uh-huh. That, I mean, it's pretty much, isn't that what this is called? But the way that I think in my head would would basically just ruin my career if I didn't pretend to be a film TV critique. That's what I think. Yeah, totally. The fact that I'm here providing real value by critiquing TV makes it acceptable, which is a strategy that I came up with. And I think it's working okay for myself. It is. I'm proud of you. Thank you. It's all about strategizing. I strategize every every fucking aspect of my yeah, life. Yeah, because you need a plot twist for everything. So I need a plot twist for everything. So what's the plot twist in TV? The plot twist is I'm not going to talk about reality TV, but about a movie, which rarely happens. I know, and I'm like, thank. And Elaine brought this to the ta- like to the table too. I've just been bringing everything for this podcast episode. But I think it's very fitting that we're talking about this movie because it really sums up our relationship as a whole. Like, so again, as Deanna is my prep, uh, prop, my prop and pet, I can't even speak. Psychic, servant, everything. I took her to this movie screening of Late Night by Mindy Kaling and Emma Thompson that just came out June 7th and um, didn't know what it was about. I'm just like, this will be funny. Let's go watch it. She's like, sure. Again, I don't know what we're doing, but just blind. So I get to the movie theater and I'm like, why are we here? Yeah. (laughs) And so basically it's about the story of Emma Thompson, who's like an Ellen DeGeneres type character. She's a host of a late night talk show and she's like a bitch, like British bitch, like Deanna. And then Mindy Kaling is- Who terrorizes all her employees just like me. 100%. I had had an assistant and an intern a a little while back. It lasted maybe three weeks until she wanted to kill herself. (laughs) That's a like long time to say too. Um, and then there's Mindy Kaling who comes in who's like this optimistic, positive, like everything like happens for a reason person. Brings her is- little quotes at work. Like honestly, if like anyone But I'm surprised how this bitchy English host tolerated the quotes because if you had done that in my office, these quotes would have gotten burnt. <laughs> like voodoo style. Like literally, like your whole place would have burnt Dance down. It's like no one else is watching. Fuck off. Get naked. Free the nipple. Don't fucking dance. You literally just sound like Emma Thompson right now. I can't even handle it. Um, yeah, so this whole movie was about their relationship and dynamic. Why do you think people must why do you think people must watch this movie? I think that it's very relatable because it's just funny and the way the dynamic works and you learn about like, you know, Hollywood and like TV and all that stuff. But I don't know. I forget. It was just really inspiring. I think I it's a- 
I think it's a great insight into what it actually takes to put together a talk show. You know, yeah. a lot of people are doing podcasts nowadays and I'm not saying I'm better than them. Like my podcast is about how much I suck at doing a podcast. But besides the point, it really shows you what it takes to actually have a talk show. It's not just people standing there looking pretty and just talking about a bunch of shit. There's so much creativity, writing, pr- production, there's so much that goes into it and it really shows you that because I feel like everyone feels they are now entitled to having their own show because I have something to say. No, bitch. Talking about your tooth whitening kit is not something to say. It makes yeah. you fucking pathetic and you should really wow. think of a new career. And promoting uh, vitamins that are never, ever going to make you skinny, they're never going to make you happy and they're never going to make you healthy is bullshit. So yeah, it really shows you that. And also I, what I thought was really interesting is the dynamic between two people that are so different and that you would never imagine would become friends, which basically sums up our friendship and should sum up every single other friendship. I think that if your friend is similar to you, you'll be bored as fuck. And I, I just don't think, it, I think it's a recipe for disaster to just surround yourself by people who are similar to you. You know, I strategize everything. Strategize your friendships. Use your friends. Surround yourself with friends that have something that you don't have because it comes in very handy. That's what I'm going to say. I, I'm not a genuine friend. I'm a strategic friend. And that will put you in check. I love this movie. It was full of comedy. There was some dark stuff about it too. And I love that it shows the transition between old media and new media and some smart ways that you can incorporate both. And that new media now is obviously a little bit more vulnerable and it's a little bit more open about struggles and it's not always pretty and shiny and glittery. You started blogging so early on that you kind of struggle with this transition. Yeah. I started podcasting when people were already way more explicit and super open with media. So, you know, if you're thinking of starting a career as a host, starting a podcast, I think it's a movie that you must watch. If you're someone who can't find a fucking friend or feel like you're always being let down by your friends, this is a great movie to watch about friendship. That's all I'm going to say because I'm such a TV critique and I provide value. You do. This was so valuable. It was not. It was a facade. My podcast is a fail. I'm a fucking fail. I'm a fucking mess. And I'm trying to conceal it all with a stupid TV critique. Well, I think everyone should watch this movie and everyone should go on double dates with twins and to use dry shampoo spray. I'm like tying up everything in together so we can and also try speed dating you might be impressed you might be surprised no fuck speed dating (laughs) (laughs) just blasted laney on the podcast laney you know where can people find you okay so where you can find me other than over the rainbow is on instagram at i am fashion lane l-a-i-n-e um and then you can find deanna and i on our fabulous facebook live show that goes live every thursday at 10 a.m pst on facebook www.facebook.com slash fashionably latte show we're not gonna have an episode this week because deanna decided she still wants to be in london but don't worry because you can listen to this podcast instead but every thursday after that 10 a.m pst yeah we'll include well well you haven't plugged your blog or your instagram are you joking i did my instagram my blog fine you can check out my website it's www.fashionlane.com but i did my instagram also we need to do a round two of this episode and talk about the random hoes Oh, this is too long at this point, but we need to do a round two because the random hose was a great story. Yeah. We'll do like wing, what it means to be the wing women for each other. (laughs) Yeah. Bye random hose. (laughs) 